0: This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. Always some fascinating topics to discuss this morning's one certainly is pre-implantation genetic diagnosis or PGD and the notion of saviour siblings. Sounds intriguing, let's find out more. Heidi from Community Law Otago joins us on the line now. Maureenna, good to have you with us Heidi. Yeah,
1: great to be here, thanks Jeff.
0: Heidi, let's start with some definition. What is PGD?
1: So basically PGD involves genetic profiling of embryos prior to implantation which basically allows a choice of which embryo will be chosen and then grown into a fetus and a human, etc. So basically PGD is a step beyond regular IVF. So IVF being where eggs and sperm are collected um, and embryos are fertilized outside the womb and in a lab and with one usually being randomly selected, PGD is a step beyond where you do the regular IVF, but then you're able to, before... Um, implantation you are able to genetically assess each embryo and then possibly choose which embryo is to be used based on that genetic makeup.
0: Mm. So what is PGD most commonly used for?
1: So the main point or purpose of PGD is to allow parents to ensure that their new baby will be free from a genetic disorder. So if you're using PGD for this purpose it is noted as an established procedure under under the Human Assisted Reproductive Technologies Act, the HEART Act and so this basically means you don't need further ethics committee approval and you can do it um, fairly easily if that's the only reason you're wanting to do it is to avoid genetic disorder. So basically you can use it if there is a history of genetic disorder in the family, if there's at least a 25% risk the baby could have it and if the baby did have it that's if they did get that genetic disorder they're trying to avoid, then it could make them seriously impaired in the future um, when they're born. So, yeah, there are, however, other uses that people have thought about that PGD could be used for and a bit of cause for concern about what those uses could be and where Mm. to draw the line, really. Okay,
0: so when does PGD become a bit contentious and when uh, it's a bit uncertain?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, it can be hard to figure out where to draw that line and um, one of the big dangers that people and one of the big concerns people have about it is that it could start resembling eugenics a wee bit so um, there could be a danger in having too much freedom to choose and to allow for preference of which embryo is used um, because it sort of could lead to people choosing just for desirable traits rather than just to avoid disability And so, yeah, this has turned really discriminatory in the past, this idea of eugenics, where you're you're basically wanting people with desirable traits, but that can turn, yeah, really oppressive to people who don't necessarily have those desirable traits. And, um, yeah, it can turn a bit murky and dangerous. But generally, the technology is used only to avoid disability, which we could probably mostly unanimously agree is a good thing. Um, But another contentious, Possible use has been when it's been used not only to avoid genetic disorder, but also to choose compatible genes for this idea for um, this group of saviour siblings. They're called yeah.
0: Yes, saviour siblings. I hadn't heard that expression before. Tell us about what it means.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, um, basically, a saviour sibling is one which is born specifically to help an existing child battle a disease or illness that they already have. So it's where the parents have an existing child with a disease or illness where they they desperately need help and they're able to have a baby and then which will be able to help hypothetically possibly like donate organs or transfuse blood to that existing child. And so there are many different opinions on this idea of save your siblings and um, lots of different moral issues. And one major tension here is whether the parents should be able to select um, the savior sibling by using PGD to see if they're disease-free on the one hand, which is probably fine as um, it's an established procedure under the Act, but also to see if their genes are a compatible match. So basically to prefer certain genes over other genes. And so that part where they're preferring certain genes isn't testing for disability, um, so it can get a bit murky, yeah.
0: Yeah, explore that a little bit further for us, Heidi. What are some of those differing opinions on on using PGD for something like Save Your Siblings?
1: Sure. Well, yeah, so in terms of that that extra step in selecting for compatible genes so that they would be able to donate, yeah, some people think that it should be fine and that it should be allowed. Um, Some reasons for that being that, well, if they're already using the PGD to avoid disability for the child they're already using this procedure of genetically profiling and ensuring that they don't have a disease and they should also be able to select for compatible genes because there isn't, it's not really being any more intrusive so there isn't any harm and then sort of building from that it's, when you're choosing for compatibility it's not the same as eugenics they think because you're not selecting a certain baby because it's going to be better than others or superior or have more desirable traits it's only to be a better match for the sibling which is actually a good thing and it's um, it's helping the greater good sort of some people would say and a bit more on that yeah because that existing sibling basically if they don't have this um, compatible new saviour sibling then they could be seriously impaired and they could have a worse life as well so it's sort of some people think it could be a good thing for siblings to do this um, yeah and it's and that this should definitely be allowed. However, on the other side of that is that some people think that this is actually taking it too far, this whole idea of save your siblings, and that the eugenics issue possibly is bigger than other people would like to say. So since, yeah, even though it's not necessarily choosing a desirable trait in the sense that we would think of, um, with it just being gene compatibility for a sibling, it is... in when you think about it, literally it is preferring something over another. So some people say that that isn't very natural and that that shouldn't be allowed. It should be just sort of letting nature take its course and we shouldn't be able to choose. And further than that, on the actual just sort of idea of save your sibling and having a baby to help an existing child, one opinion is that that actually is just treating the new baby as a means rather than an end in itself. So while it might be good for the existing child, that it isn't okay to have a baby simply for that reason and that you should be having a baby because you want that baby only, not because you want that baby to help another baby. And yeah, Mm. it's just a lot of contentious. A lot of conjectures and differing opinions here, yeah.
0: Heidi, I can only imagine that some of the discussion around the creation of the law around this here in New Zealand would have been really interesting and probably will continue to be so. Overall, what is the law around the use of PGD at the moment uh, for saviour sibling situations in particular?
1: Sure. So generally the use, the law around PGD and the use of PGD um, to avoid disease or disability of the baby is completely fine as an established procedure, as I've sort of talked about before, um, as long as it meets that criteria of disease in the family, 25% ETC. And then further in sort of working out where to draw the line and when it can be used or not, we can sort of look to the purposes and principles of the HEART Act mentioned before, the Human Assisted Reproductive Technologies Act. So, the act states that under the purposes that the health and well-being of both the mother and the child are to be protected are, are to be protected generally when using pgd um, which is a good thing but this is a little contentious as well because it could be interpreted to mean that we shouldn't use it for saviour siblings because of the potential harm for the new child or that we should use it because the mother it would be better for the mother's well-being to provide for her existing child as well so yeah, it can be a bit contentious, but luckily we do have specific regulations around sort of the idea of saviour siblings. We have this. Um, we have the guidelines of PGD and HLA tissue typing, and with HLA tissue typing is um, a common type of gene that parents often want their children to be compatible for their existing t- child. So um, it's just a bit of confusing terminology there, but so in these regulations, the guidelines they state that to use PGD to select for gene compatibility and to make a survivor sibling is okay, but only in rather strict circumstances. Um, And so, basically, it has to be a last resort and the only option to save the existing child, and there are very limited procedures of which can actually eventually be carried out upon the savior sibling. So only cord blood and bone marrow are allowed to be taken from the new sibling, I guess, to restrict it quite early on and so that the child um, rights are looked after. So, yeah, what it looks like at the moment is, um, yeah, basically that's sort of what it is. It's quite broad. We don't really have really clear and strict law on what it should be. Um, and then, and yeah, it's very hotly debated whether we should have looser or more strict guidelines, whether it should be used in more situations or whether it should be more used to favour the existing child or the new child, Um, whether choosing gene compatibility is more like preference and heading to dangerous territory or not. Um, Yeah, we don't really have super clear law, but that's all we really have at the moment. And going a little bit further as well, there are other issues as well around PGD um, that are still debated, like where we should draw the line. Who should, be, who should be making those decisions? Um, whose opinions should we value in making this law? Should it just be parents that are wanting to have these children? Should it be wider society? Should it be experts? Um, yeah, and so guess, really it's up to you what you think about all this, but that's the basic current law in the area.
0: Yeah, I guess no matter who you speak to along the chain there, each is going to have their own... Feelings about this—it so does come down to those kind of, uh, those ethical kind of questions, doesn't it? Uh, and yeah. fascinating uh, in terms of the way it impacts on the creation of law. You can understand the position of parents, you can particularly understand the position of those who need assistance with fertility and, uh, and and want the best result possible from all the hard work they're putting in and usually probably money as well. And that's another thing that comes yeah. into it, right? Spending yeah. money on fertility treatments and so forth, um, who can afford to get the right kind of results. Crikey. Uh, I imagine the debates uh, and discussions around this uh, will um, continue as the technology advances around it too. So interesting to hear where that law is at right now Uh, and I'm sure many of our listeners have learned something very new this morning. Heidi, thanks so much for bringing this to us here on Speak Legal. Um, All the best to you and we look forward to catching up with you again a little bit further down the track and of course uh, we'll be back with the team from Community Law Otago next week.
1: Cool. yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Community Law Otago free legal advice and support for the people of Otago. Visit our weekday advice clinics at 169 Prince's Street, Dunedin. Clinic session times are available from the website communitylawotago.com. Ring 474 1922 or 0800 169 333 if calling from outside Dunedin. Speak Legal is made with support from the Law Faculty, University of Otago. Training for life.